0: Today's show is brought to you by freshbooks.com. Get a 30-day free trial at www.gofreshbooks.com/gang. The following audio may contain coarse language and other material that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we may spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned.
1: I'm Jack Newman.
2: I'm Ben Halworth.
3: I'm Bobby Pike. I'm Sarah Becker.
1: I'm Sean Solis. And
0: I'm Trevor Flynn. And welcome to the Movie Gang Podcast. How are you guys doing this week?
4: Sick. I just mixed Jameson and Bailey's. It's Michael's. I'm sorry.
0: It's Michael's, yeah. I I I have to admit, I miss Michael's because, like, Bailey's is so overpriced all the time and everywhere else, and we don't have Bailey's in North Carolina for whatever reason. Um, probably because I don't know Our governor hates Transgender people That's usually the reason For most things That don't happen In North Carolina
5: <laughs>
0: Oh yeah 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 Katie's, Katie's correcting me Not anymore um, Now they just took All his power So he can't fix anything So there we go <laughs> Sorry it's So good it's to, going well Yeah I, The fact that I live In an authoritarian state Is going to come up A couple more times On this podcast <laughs> just, just be prepared In the future guys North Carolina <laughs> More information Alright So this week we're gonna be talking about La La Land, and uh, this is a great evergreen episode. We're gonna probably release it just around the time of the Oscars, because I think you guys may have, uh, n- as noticed, it's a incredibly, uh, incredibly popular a movie right now, and it's getting a lot of critical praise. And today we're gonna to discuss whether or not uh, La La Land deserves that praise. Um, so opening up as a synopsis: Mia, an aspiring actress, serves lattes to movie stars and between auditions, and Sebastian, a jazz musician, scrapes by playing cocktail party gigs and dingy bars but as success mounts they are faced with decisions that begin to fray the fragile fabric of their love affair and the dream they work so hard to maintain and each other's they work so hard to maintain and each other threaten to rip them apart all right again my search for good synopses uh continues because this one is it was it was okay at the start i like i just read the first couple sentences and then
1: like they just they just you I know, think it is synopsis.
2: I I have I, I at least for Space nine. Synopsis. I have to read oh, yeah. and write it myself because oh. I hate the Wikipedia synopsis They're, They're really so bad. No, this is IMDb,
0: it and that's why because usually IMDb does a really does a does a much better job. Like especially like uh, Wikipedia. They they just, it's just written by some yuha in Oregon. I don't know. I feel like all yuhas live in Oregon. <laughs> Sorry, Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> You know
1: Thanks, what? Jack. <laughs> what is what is funny about that synopsis, though? So, is that I forgot. I don't know. About.
0: Maybe 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 I'm just wrong, and like all like all our listeners live in Oregon somewhere. <laughs> I don't care. Let's start off. Who liked La La Land? I liked it.
3: I did. I did nice. too. I
0: love the movie. Yeah, was great. Yeah. Okay.
3: Cool. <laughs> Everyone but you, Jack. No,
0: I like I like La La Land. I just think it's a much better movie than musical.
2: Yes, I would agree yes. with that, and I think ultimately we're. I think we're all going to come down to is whether you care about it as a, a movie or as a musical. I guess is my question. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. And I'm going to say about it as go ahead. a movie, and that's why I quite enjoyed it. I think the themes it's doing are simple but done very well. The ending totally emotionally hit me very hard, which I'll talk about mm-hmm. later. And uh, I think this is just overall one of the best directed musicals I think I've ever seen. I think he's taken a lot of, uh, Damien Chazelle has taking a lot of great cues from. The classics like Vincent Minnelli and keeping the camera sort of uh, long takes and making sure that the actors' bodies and their movements matter, but also having this really wonderfully phonetic pace and having this wonderfully phonetic camera movement and kind of taking a lot from sort of the French New Wave and the sort of Cuban socialist movement and things like that. And uh, I think that's probably the biggest skill for me in this movie, but I will agree the music elements are. No, I think
0: the issue. I think the issue exactly. I think for me like the bar the music kind of left me a little bit after the movie. That ending is such has such in like gravitas and impact that it's like you're like holy fuck and that's what you talk about after the fact as opposed to walking into the theater humming a musical tone. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's the difference primarily here for me. It's about it's this movie is very much about something and it is more successful at, at kind of doing that sort of artist thing as a movie. Like it's much more and, and I, I don't mean I mean I don't mean artist thing. I mean literally ad. As the artist, um, that movie from last year that we all kind of liked. Um, <laughs> well, but as a comparison <laughs> to something like a this, years ago. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
2: was it a couple years ago? It was 2011.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You're fucking with me. No. no I'm serious. We would no, have been in college.
3: Yes, we were in college, we film, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yes.
0: yeah, we did go at college. Yeah. I went with Andrew. I saw that with Andrew. Good God, what's yeah. wrong with me? <laughs>
2: <laughs> By the way, the last Pirates of the Caribbean movie came out six years ago. I found holy
0: out. fuck, oh, God, that was couch. terrible. Yes. <laughs> Wasn't that, that was the, the one with one. like mermaids and shit? Were they yeah. like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, oh my God,
2: that the hurts. one no one saw yet somehow made a billion dollars. That one. <laughs> <laughs>
5: that
0: is, I do feel like there. It's like one of those things. It's like Trump gets elected. It's like who voted for him? Who? Have to see these pirates in the Caribbean, I assume there's like some drift over in those audiences.
5: Um, I don't know why. Thanks, Johnny Depp. Just
0: assume that there's like this, like you know, there's, there's like these millions of Americans that live in holes that come out to vote in Trump and watch Johnny Depp movies.
5: <laughs>
6: uh, well, yeah. we lost whatever well, voters we just had. I know. I don't care. <laughs> well, I had the opposite reaction uh, to both of y'all, um, so I'll pick up i guess um yeah absolutely i I typically don't like musicals because of the fact that for me i mean it depends um a lot of times musicals will simplify themes that i feel deserve more complexity and make something that really should be political and disturbing you know um digestible and simple um so i guess i i liked i don't know as far as the themes in this movie I liked. I think the treatment was in the style more than the substance of it, and why that's why I liked it. Also, I get the criticism that the music isn't that good, but I really enjoyed it as a musical. I was I was uh, finding myself kind of haunted by the main melody uh, that mm. they go back to that Ryan Gosling just picks out on the piano at several different times. Oh, here. Let me, let me qualify what I said. I don't have
0: an issue with the melodies. I think the melodies are great. I think I think they really put in the time and, and made really good melodies. I think the issue I have is with the singing, mm. specifically. Yeah, I 100%
4: agree. And, I,
0: and I'm not saying... Ryan Gosling is pretty good. It's just like, when you sit there and you watch stuff like you go watch Bing or Gene Kelly, it's really hard for me not to come out of this movie... With a little bit exactly. of a sense of loss, yeah. um, which is yeah. which is the, which is the yeah. big thing for me in terms of musicals and going back and watching it, it's like it's like I agree with Ben. I think they've like advanced the cinematography of musicals in this thing. I agree, like the editing and the and the cinematography. This is like the best musical editing and cinematography I've ever seen. But there was no way I went to a musical, <laughs> like, right. like I, I mean, and that's kind I mean, of my issue the is they don't have I, this I, impact I, in star power. They don't have that that singing impact where you really see like this is the most. scary Individual at this specific Mm -hmm. song, and that's what's missing for me is really, is really specifically not the music in hell or like the written type of the music, but
1: specifically the people singing them. Well, I don't think it's, I mean, I actually disagree with the characterization of this as a musical because the songs are really incidental to the storyline. Sean, how
6: can you say that after that opening Ah. number? I'm sorry, you're just wrong.
1: I mean, I mean, they literally. But they they do number, reality to make that happen. The opening number like didn't advance the plot of the movie really. Like it didn't need to exist. It like, set it, it up. Opening
5: number usually sets. How a tone. often do <laughs> that,
4: does that happen?
2: <laughs> yeah, an opening number typically sets the tone in a musical. It's typically yeah. like this, which is, is
4: exactly what this did. This was a bunch of you know millennials who were moving to LA did, looking did, to you make, you know, it
5: make
2: it Did
0: it set the tone and... though? Because the tone at the end is really shifted. It did to go. <laughs> <That's a> good <laughs> point. Well, it starts
2: the the dreamers and then goes to the reality. I mean, I know, I know, I know. And I, and I get,
0: and I get. That's what that's that's it's it's you know it's it's like, like it's it's cinematic conceit is that it is like it's not. I mean, it is it's doing a like a great Gatsby here is a great
6: yeah exactly. Reference. right. I don't think it's Dream just about disillusionment reality. though. I think it's a constant pull and tug between the two sort of. I I don't know. I don't know. I mean I don't, the musical numbers think,
1: are stylistically well done but they're just it's not it's like it's like fluff it's like icing to the cake really it just it yeah, doesn't drive yeah. the plot No, I, I, mean, agree. I agree I don't think the numbers are as well integrated into
0: the piece as classical things because that's the thing is like before you would literally like you know like let's talk about Bing Crosby like he has a song White Christmas they make the movie around those songs and that's yeah. the difference here is that like they put some they like they have a mute they have a story conceit that they're building this piece from and that's definitely clear and I I don't think the the musical intertwines as well. And it definitely comes off as like, oh, I guess they're singing again. Like, you know, it's not like you don't feel necessarily that necessarily that build up to like, and now we're going to sing. Mm hmm.
3: I don't think that um I mean, I think we probably should address the elephant in the room the most of us seem to have a problem with Emma Stone's singing voice,
2: yeah, Correct. so I had more of a problem with the Ryans actually, like that's
3: I that's had more of a problem with his, but I, I had a with
0: both.
2: wow,
4: wow,
0: yeah. and, and, and I'll talk
2: singing more while Emma try to go for it more, yeah. Uh, he He's sort a- of couched it in his range, and Emma tried to go for it a little bit harder. So I guess I.
0: Which is that. why I think that Emma and I was actually I actually did research beforehand, and I, I know they're both slightly auto tuned a little bit for this piece. But I actually did went and did research because I've had this theory for a lot all that it's easier to tell on women that they're auto tuned. Apparently, that's not true at all. I said it. I said it in the past. And sometimes I don't know if I've said it in the chat or if I said it in a podcast. That's I'm like correcting myself for a thing that never <laughs> happens.
2: I don't think you ever said it. On I the don't
0: podcast. think I ever said it either. Now that I like <laughs> saying. right now but everyone knows so who gives a shit um (laughs) i did i went and did research and i think the issue is that she is like she is kind of belting more and pushing her own range beyond what she's comfortable and i think that it slacks in and create they have to auto-tune her a little bit more and i think that there are moments where you get a little bit of roboting and stuff and i think that that's I do think that hurts her for me. Again, I do think you're right, though, that, like, Ryan Gosling is doing the, Oh, once I'm singing in my range,
3: and I'm doing this thing, yeah.
0: (laughs) That thing. See, and
3: and Emma didn't bother me. I mean, what I liked, and I actually really liked the music in this movie. I I actually did. What I liked about Emma Stone's voice in it is her character is... So small and unassuming, you know, her character isn't big and boisterous and it isn't the soprano ingenue you're used to saying in a musical lead. So I liked that her voice was smaller and quieter. And I really, I did enjoy that, especially in the audition scene. I thought that it was really, it was quiet and it was simple. And I liked that because of it. Mm -hmm.
4: The more I listened to the audition scene track on the soundtrack, the more... I, I really did like it, and I thought she actually did really well on that particular. Show. Oh yeah, yeah. I that, think she's
0: that I, I loved. I think the issue too is like you know if I'm, here's what's gonna happen if I'm gonna criticize. I, I was actually really scared going in today because like there are moments in this musical where everything works. Yeah. and, so and cool. that's what's yeah. it's like like if you want to if, if i want to criticize ryan gosling you can hold up songs from this musical and be like what about this bitch and i'll be like yeah i mean it, it works there god damn it
1: <laughs> oh, well still i would call it a drama not a musical but i mean because like there were what like five songs total maybe and like, oh my god did trevor win you over <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying like there it's, i mean there's it's way like more... i guess i guess like frozen
0: is a musical and there's like th- what three songs in it <laughs>
2: Yeah, Frozen yeah. stops being musical like halfway through. And yeah,
0: and I, I think that's I think that's everyone's conceit today is to have less music in movies. Period.
2: Yeah, and this is a similar thing where oh. there's a lot more musical numbers in the first act than there is in the sem- well,
0: Sarah. You disagree? What's up?
4: Maybe I just don't know what you mean by conceit.
0: I mean, I I mean that they they it's their goal to put less music. It seems like it's their goal to put less music in movies today. <laughs>
4: Okay, I see. I thought you were speaking from the audience perspective. Never mind.
0: (laughs) yeah, I yeah okay like it's
2: more like it's, it's
4: not I always the, like, want Christmas more music in movies no 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 no, no, no. Yes. I, yeah, I,
0: yeah I, I think that's the thing and I think the audience wants that too I don't I don't, I, I, I can't speak I haven't done demographic research for that but I would say that I, I would say that I personally like th- more than anything like this watching this movie made me want to have more of that <laughs> and that's mm-hmm. and that's, yeah. that's the awful bit for this movie with me is that I was like man I really wish they made movies like this and that's kind of sad is like and that's not a criticism of this particular movie Except that, like, people are like, "Oh, it's the greatest musical ever," and I'm like, "Stop and hold the fuck up mo- a moment." Okay. I do right. not saying
6: that it's the best musical ever. I think it's maybe one of the better musicals in recent years. Of
0: course, that's, like, there's it's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> this is an empty category. Musical
5: like, musical like. <laughs> but I think
2: I think it, it it's tough because the musical is trying to do both things at once. It's doing the thing that more people are okay with, which is right. the more Chicago style, fast editing, exciting pace, Baz Lerman style. Where the dancing and stuff is chopped to bits, but it's like really good, interesting editing, though I hate Bowser. Yeah, no, I was about no. to say, I'm not okay <laughs> but, with that. But uh, but then mm. LaLand is also trying to do the classic thing. And I think where me, where the most where it's like, I like this, this is charming, this is really good, but I just wish it was the 1940s, was the uh, Isn't This a Waste of a Lovely Night song? Because yes. your Gene Kelly musical, where it's this cute Yay. little number, this little dance off, yep. this little tete-a-tete that's really great, but. Yep. Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling aren't, uh, you know... uh,
3: uh, Tappers?
2: And Debbie Reynolds is just not, you know? They don't know how
3: to tap. They tapped wrong. It bothered me.
2: And
0: I think that's the big thing. Ryan
3: Gosling wasn't really playing the piano, and I could tell. Yes, me too. It bothered me then, too.
0: I think the other issue here is that, like... Uh, No, I just want... Go Sarah ahead. pointed
2: out that even in the inserts, they didn't use a real piano player, which is very bizarre to me because they used a yeah, lot of inserts. Yeah, no, I will say they
0: zoomed in on his bad piano him. fingers, and I knew it. Yeah. And I don't play the it's piano, weird. but I knew he oh, wasn't really? playing the piano.
2: That's like <laughs> movie one hundred one. I
0: thought he
4: was faking it very well, but I didn't realize non-pianists would pick up guys. On he, it, except no, me, yeah, like he arches his
0: fingers, super weird. Like he's like he's like yeah, piano. <laughs> I'm like, what are you
1: doing? Wait, I thought he actually played the piano though in the in the movie. Because I, I think he actually, like, trained. For so one did I. Time. It is a soundless piano. Oh. Yeah.
5: <laughs>
1: and he is just tapping
0: shit. And I imagine being on set, people were in the background cracking the fuck up if it actually had noise coming out of <laughs> well,
2: it, it wasn't. It wasn't hacking movie bad, where it's just like tap, 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 you know? But, like, mm-hmm. it, was, it wasn't perfect
3: either. It wasn't and keyboard cat, great. but it wasn't great. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. If Emma
2: just had, if Damien Chazelle just had... Keyboard gosling.
3: Keyboard
2: cat him.
0: I think and I think that's the thing my big issue is that they're not not trying to have this like my big issue here is that what we said earlier you're saying they're not Gene Kelly and and they're not this and I think that's cool but I think this movie like is doing homage to so many things that it invites the comparison
6: true yeah. Okay. And I think that's
0: my issue is that there'll, uh, there'll be moments where I'm just like, oh, remember this movie? Man, that was a better movie. It, I will, <laughs> no, I will that, admit
1: that maybe want to go in a better, and a watch better movie. Yeah.
6: All those old right, movies. Right. Which I think is the whole point.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's a, we, it's not a, again, it's a drama that has music in it. And the music is really serving to like speed up the, I guess relationship building between Rhinestone and Emma Gosling so even my my criticism
0: (laughs) (laughs) my criticism
1: from that perspective would be
0: that if we're gonna if we're gonna weigh it as a drama then it's kind of fluffy a little bit for me, and, and I'm not saying that's like, I think like the ending is rock solid. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing. I'll, I forgive a lot of things that happened in this movie because the ending was so amazing. And because it, it like it it it, it 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 goes around a bit, like it it kind of feels like it's it's like waving around as as, as like as like a, in terms of going in a direction, but then it picks a direction and just nails the fuck out of it at the end. And I and, and that, that that's a lot for me. Yeah. But I do think some of the middle bits feel soft and fluffy in a way it's like it's like they built a thing and they're like well we need to have music and we need to have you know moments to create that music and have it happen so i guess for me it's like it doesn't have like that you know that back to back to the future stamp of script writing approval from me
1: yeah it was definitely a little prolonged i think in the middle of no come on, no, like come on.
0: this is up. this is like a podcast thing i make back to the future jokes people <laughs> need to laugh when i do that
1: <laughs> well I'm i mean trying. i take your point that it's a really <laughs> it's, like tight script right but i mean I think I think they like do everything in, in the amount of time that you need because like you need time to like build up the relationship between them. You need time to like actually make that believable. Then you have to like show it disintegrating, right? So I think all of the middle of the movie is necessary in order to make the ending of it like impactful.
0: Oh yeah, all the all everything everything that you need for that relationship is there. Like I won't criticize the relationship. I mean, <sighs> I am curious I
6: what point you felt like it was lagging. Especially like, I is there think a particular? Was for me where uh, like yeah the most which part?
2: Yeah. this is the middle in general. Just once we've established them as a couple, and yeah. Then we know we're getting to them, gonna break up or not? Yeah, the rocks, you know, like it just felt a lot of motion. Ta- now I will say the moment like where they have a dinner together and then like they end up fighting like. Within the same conversation was dead on perfect. Yeah. That so, was so Yeah. Good. So. yeah, yeah it's ha- it happens.
0: <laughs> that was that was disturbing like there there were relationship elements in this that were disturbingly realistic. And like I was yeah. like I was yeah. like, Oh I'm be fight. really <laughs> mad at really Giselle. is yeah. like,
2: Oh, I've been married to like my high school sweetheart and we've never fought. <laughs> it's like what?
0: She's <laughs> just like Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs>
2: You better have lost somebody, damn it.
0: No, I think that's the thing, is that you can definitely... The the relationship between them is very, very real. But I I agree with Ben. I think once they... Like, the the time period between literally that fight and their establishment of the relationship, for me, falls a little bit flat. Because you know... I guess, like, for me, you know where the... You know, it's not... It's not it's a simple movie. And that's not to say simple is bad at all. But I do feel like you know where things... They want you... They know that you know... This is a weird statement. They know that you know that you know where the plot is going.
2: <laughs> I think that made logical sense. Yeah. I don't know.
0: The people making this movie know that the story is basic enough from that. They know that, you know where the movie is going, right? <laughs> that's, that's yes. it. That's, it's only two, you knows. Yeah. Okay, cool.
1: <laughs> and I think that's right.
0: <laughs> no, I think, and I think they build it around that and they build it around that. But I do think there's like this moment where you're just like, Oh, okay. Where I, 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 I for me, it's like, you know, it's the, it's the watch, uh, the watch checking test in a movie. Did you ever check your watch during the movie? And
6: I did right in the middle. Yeah, that's fair. The scene that I'm thinking of that epitomizes this, I think is when they go to the observatory and it's just this very extended them dancing and silhouette. I mean, when it's them in a studio with the stars in the water, it's beautiful. But when it's just their silhouettes across the screen, part of me was like, Oh, this is indulgent but I'm still with it but it's so indulgent yeah'
1: it was a really pretty yeah. shot
0: <laughs> yeah and and I think I think i i, I might have enjoyed i'm not gonna lie to you guys I might have enjoyed the cinematography far more than I did the music I want oh, to speak to like I, I was I was like oh this is pretty I like this and then I was like I don't know what they're singing whatever I don't care
6: <laughs> I'm just i had to watch it, yeah. in my head I went online to listen to it and I was like this this is what I've been obsessed with then I watched it with the clip of the movie Movie with that goddamn right. lighting, and I was like, "Oh yes, of course, this is what yeah, i was do. Yeah, it works as a whole, but there's
0: no like, there's no like, knock it out of the park number. Right. Well, I, well, the audition the is the only the one I think I
6: would try to argue that, but I, <sighs> but, I don't. No, need to. but you,
0: the, none of them are like you know, defying gravity or um. No. Yeah. or like any one of the ones from Frozen or anything along those. There's nothing that like grabs onto Frozen. the cultural mindset and you're mm-hmm. just bl- you're just seeing it continuously. Maybe the freeway member, but not really.
4: No. I feel like the audition song that everyone is so crazy about what? means a lot more in the context of the film. Exactly. But if you were yeah. just like, you know, take it to a person who's never seen the movie, you're like, "Oh, listen to this song. It's from this really great movie. It's fantastic." They listen to it and be like
6: But I don't think that's a bad thing. Which, no,
0: it's not. It's not in the context of a movie. It's just like it's a comment on the quality of the music. Like "Defying Gravity" is in, is hell of is hell of important on the context of what's happening. But you can still listen to that song a million times, and people that have never seen the musical do. And I think that's the that's the point. Is like, right. like you know it's that, still.
2: If They said, that, if they said Lala Land go was going to Broadway. I wouldn't go see it. That's what I'm saying. right. Even though I love this exactly. movie. Exactly, I want to see it as a movie. Right, and that's fine for me. But I, I agree with them saying it, it's not. It, it, it breaks some of the musical forms and sort of tones down the music to make it work with the theme of the movie. And I don't think it's bad, but I do think in terms of, like, if you just want a pure musical, this isn't going to nail it for you. But if you want a great cinematic experience... I think it was definitely, was. Uh, and, and
0: cool. I don't have no argument for that. Well, I, 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 mean, I think I mean,
1: the I think the biggest strength of the movie, and though, Jack and we
5: agree
2: we've... On
5: <laughs> <laughs> I think Jack thought he's going
2: to come in here and yell at
5: me the whole. I really,
2: me I really, I did. really <laughs>
0: did. I was ready for it. I went and did like research about auto tuning. Like it's, I literally got like four pages on my computer open to I, argue I with you about auto tuning. <laughs>
2: Oh my I just personally can't hear it, but I'm not going to disagree that if someone <laughs> like Sarah or you. Yeah,
0: no, I mean, I think. Don't listen to me. Listen to Sarah, hear. is what I'd say. Yeah. I mean, I can hear it on. If Sarah stone. says there's
2: autotune, I believe. her. <laughs> right. I know. Yeah, that's the <laughs> yeah,
5: fair. It,
4: I, I, I mean, upon further listening, I think it was actually less autotuned than no. I thought yeah. it was when I first saw it. Uh, that being said, it's still. I don't know. Maybe I wanted it to be auto tuned so they would sound better. I do <laughs> <laughs> my,
0: oh, argument, my argument would be uh, I still think we'll have this argument over Beauty and the Beast because Emma Stone is far less auto tuned than um, uh, uh, Emma Watson in that clip. Emma Watson is, is just insanely auto tuned in that well, clip. Maybe, and that's if why. He told
5: me, I'll hear it now.
0: I, I know it. and part of me doesn't want to ruin that for you a little bit because it does it does like it does like I have a visceral I had a visceral reaction when I heard that I was like oh god
3: it I'm being serenaded by a robot it still won't be the worst singing in a movie musical ever because that is reserved for Russell Crowe in Les Mis <laughs> oh. when he ruined oh everything well, <laughs> so I will I
2: agree actually, I will agree Bobby <laughs> he ruins one of the greatest musical right stars stars I know. Stars. stars is one of my all time favorite musicals. But, but Hugh have Jackman. You seen Pierce Brosnan and Mamma Mia. <laughs> oh my
0: God. <laughs> oh my God. No, it's <laughs> really bad. That, that is the worst. That, that is yeah. really bad.
3: That's Stars is the bigger affront to my person. And let me That's actually fair. say That's this right.
0: offhand. <laughs> and I'm going to disagree. I'm so. actually interested um, if anyone disagrees with me on this. But Hugh Jackman um, and uh, Anne Hathaway, and specifically, what's the girl with the big eyes? Amanda um, Seafried. Jesus Christ, you had that fast?
5: <laughs> you that in a
4: holster, man? My usual rea- reaction to that is Emma Stone, but I knew she wasn't. Yeah, the... no, I I would argue Big that eyes. all three of
0: them did musical numbers and did better musical numbers, um, which and there was the conceit of that uh, that, that 2012 La Miserables that they did it on set that they were singing yeah. there but recording it there, yeah, which is that really
4: has a lot to do with it
0: exactly. Me. And I think that my point is there is that you you can they're not auto tuned and it's for better and wor- for wor- then, better and for worse for yeah, everyone. <laughs>
2: horrendous cinematography and editing because they had to just follow these guys walking around yeah. on set. Yeah, So you I have, do lose something.
0: Yeah, it's ter- it's terribly shot. It's not something that I want to see repeated. But damn, the Anne Hathaway's... And I
4: cried my eyes well, Hathaway's out for amazing. the last 15 minutes of the film and throughout most of Anne Hathaway's solo. Anne Hathaway's yeah. so that's the Hathaway's solo?
0: Problem with the
2: Anne Hathaway's solo part is that everything works at that point. And you're like, yeah. Yeah.
0: Right, yeah. yeah no and, and that's the thing is if, like I'll sh- like I bet you I could show that clip to somebody and they'd be like why don't you love this movie and I was like because of the, of the rest, rest of it asshole <laughs> 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 And I think that even the cinematography in that moment, and they made like a really weird decision during I Dream a Dream. And I actually really, I really like that decision where she's like almost entirely obscured, but she's singing her heart out and you get that side view and you see she's like running down with tears and she's literally crying while she's singing it and you can hear it in her voice. And it's, I love that moment. And it's, it's like such a live performance thing that I really, really like. And I think that's the difference is that this La land feels very, very canned to me is, is my, big thing, because even in Gene Kelly, like, you still get that, like, it has that, that kind of Hollywood canning kind of feel to it, but you still get that powerful moment where you're like, holy fuck. Mm
5: -hmm.
1: For me, though, it's easy to, like, divorce the musical numbers from the actual, like, plot of the story, (laughs) though, because I know, I know everyone wants to, like, talk about musicals, but I think what made this such a powerful movie is, like, how, how well the relationship formed, and I think that's why these two actors were cast. It's, you know, they're not cast because they're great singers, they're cast because, the chemistry that they were able to like form on the screen, yeah, and
2: there's no, there's no coincidences. are third mean,
0: on-screen pairing. My, mm-hmm. my, my beef here is that they're cast because there is no Gene Kelly out there in this movie. That's right. also part of
2: it. Yeah,
6: Sean's right. Which guys. is that, right. which that is, is the strength thing. of the movie.
4: I I disagree. I believe there is someone who is just as talented. No, no, no,
0: I agree, but he's not being nurtured in Hollywood.
4: Hollywood Exactly. Hollywood
0: doesn't value it. That
4: is the problem. That's not that they don't exist. Totally agree. Totally agree. Absolutely.
0: That's fair. I, there is somebody as talented as Gene Kelly out there. He hasn't been nurtured and been in the Hollywood system to become Gene Kelly. Does that make sense? Right. Yes. Like it's not some. Yeah, I think there isn't. I think
4: if this had just been a straight-up movie with no musical numbers, yeah, Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling, perfect. Yes, good. But because it was a musical, and because they make such a big deal about it being a musical. It made me want better.
0: And that's my bit too, is I do think it's done better. I think it does better because it is a very basic love story when you get them down to it. And it's about specifically like, it's a very sanguine story about Hollywood, which has been done before and kind of better in some circumstances of a drama. So my issue is, is like, it is elevating into its kind of stardom based upon the fact that does also have musical elements in it. And for me, the musical elements isn't the good part. And I think that's my thing is right. like, I understand that it's, it's this interesting combination, what's elevating it to this level. But for me, it's like, yeah, this story has been done better before. And, and it doesn't. it's done really, really, really good here. I'm not disagreeing with you. I just don't, it's not like 10 out of 10 material for me, which is what a lot of people are calling it.
1: Right. right. I, I don't know. I think in terms of a story that actually realistically shows what happens when like two people are in a relationship and they're going to do whatever they can to follow their dreams, like, yeah, I think I think it really just hit the nail on the head because, like, in terms of like the realism and like how that relationship like devolved right at the end, um, I, I think it just yeah. hit the nail on the head and captured it perfectly. Well, that's Wait.
5: why the end is so damn brilliant because
2: it's taking a very classic style, which is the Gene Kelly ballet, uh, particularly from American in Paris, with these sort of obvious cutouts. Again, every musical and number and is
0: referencing something.
2: <laughs> exactly, but in this one, it is
4: which I'm fine with.
2: The Gene Kelly musical ballet was always about. Positivity, yeah, exactly. Love, and this is all about like lost love and
6: pain. It's the cost of getting what you want, exactly. Right?
4: Yeah, you can either have true love or you know follow your dreams, but you can't (laughs) always do both. I think I think this this kind of suggests that you can't ever have
0: both. A little bit.
5: (laughs) Yeah.
4: <laughs> and that really bothered me when I got right out of the movie because I was watching a 1940s, 1950s style musical and I was like, but why don't you have a happy ending? You're doing it wrong. But then the more I thought about it, 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 it just worked. And well, it's no, consistent think, with I the think,
0: entire tone of the movie. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's where, where it is subverting the musical in a different sort of way. I think it works way better. Yeah, I think that I think that is when it's deconstructing the musical. I think it is. I think yes. that's where it gets elevated to me is when it's a drama that is also deconstructing musicals. I think that it is,
6: exactly. It's not and really
0: a deconstruction, is my issue. It doesn't follow through on that. Where Where do you? It's think more it of a short reconstruction
6: of being reconstruction. a That's interesting. Way yeah. where, where do you well, think no, it stops short of being a? They're deconstruction? making. What do you mean? Well, like you, we were just considering it Wait, as subversive, at least. But if it stops short of being a deconstruction, well, like where's the line there? Because it doesn't have the happy well, ending.
0: Here, so. Here's the thing: it's like a reconstruction in terms of like Madoka versus like Sailor Moon. So like you have a deconstruction oh like Kill a Kill, as opposed to like Madoka comes in and both has its cake and eats it too. Oh, yeah, and I exactly. think that's the thing: is La La Land has its cake and eats it too, and is thus a reconstruction. It's still it's still skewing dark and including more of like modern tones in it, but it's still also being a musical. So it's it's not deconstructing elements of the genre and having issues with it. So, I mean, I think it w- I think it would be a reconstruction. We are rebuilding the musical from the ground up, um, trying to rid ourselves of kind of things from that came
6: before that caused the musical to be seen as cheesy and fall out of favor in Hollywood. But I feel like this is a one-off beat. It's not like Modica It's not going to set a example for right. the genre going right. forward, which is maybe where it falls. Right. Ben, you had a point. I'm yeah. sorry.
2: But I think what makes it like a little bit more interesting to me than like... Um, uh, the artist is that the artist was just nostalgia. exactly
1: Oh like man, much substance to it. You know,
2: it was it was it was set in the old times. It was set in the silent era, but still had like cheeky jokes and stuff from modern era. Yeah, but this is a story about modern day people in modern day LA with millennial sort of themes and. It is appealing a lot to people our age, you know. I knew someone who's thirty-five and was like, "I don't get why they didn't get together. That doesn't make sense to me." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe that's <laughs> something. Like, I why, do why, why we got a movie
0: and talk about this? Like, I, like, I do think I do think like it it is for our generation, and it's and it's, it's 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 interesting in terms of it's using an older brush to paint our generation, and I enjoy that to some extent.
1: Right. Well, yeah. I completely understand why they didn't get together.
0: <laughs> no, I, I think that's the yeah. issue. Is like, and I think that's the difference. Is it's also like the inherent cynicism of our generation a little bit. They're like, because yeah. it's like worse. Like you know, people in the past was like, yeah, of course you want to shoot for the stars, and I was like, no, nah, no, nah, usually don't get it. <laughs>
5: they were
1: just like, exactly. no, you don't. You like, don't. get All you do, it There's be like be a whole lot of sacrifice enough. that goes along with it. You know, so right, yeah. There's always a downside.
0: I, it's definitely a millennial movie, and I think that's. I think it, it could be a good movie in terms of teaching baby boomers like what kind of the issue is a little bit sometimes
6: mm-hmm. yeah i think that's what <sighs> i'm in danger I re- of going really, really appreciated it
4: i also it made me want to like move to new york and follow my dreams though i think you missed
6: the point of the movie sarah because
4: i'm single i'm like i don't have any ties so i can just like go do that
6: do
2: it man do it
1: do, do it I mean. <laughs>
0: Oh guys, I don't. Let's not get started on this. This is probably the core issues why I take issue with this movie. But let's not talk about it.
1: <laughs> uh, I didn't
2: love Master of None, but it still made me want to move to LA. Like sometimes uh, stuff just does that to you. It just gets you. Boring.
1: Yeah,
4: nothing's inspired me in a really long time. Like,
1: hey, Houston's yeah. cool too. I love Houston. <laughs> why are you? <laughs> I, I do miss
0: Houston. You're right. <laughs> oh, no, I do not. I fucking hate Houston. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Sean. Yeah, it's, well, K- Katie,
1: sh- Katie's not Houston. But Katie's like a suburb man no uh, no <laughs> K- K- Katie's parents
0: live in Houston they have a really nice house in downtown Houston and it was nice but like uh, I'm sorry dude fuck Houston <laughs> <laughs> I, we, me and Sean I just need out you. of
5: Texas honestly
0: like 106 in the summers fuck you <laughs> like like, you have to, like, it's cool, but, like, if you have to go outside, like, fuck that.
1: <laughs> That's why you stay inside and eat barbecue. Exactly. Uh, oh, my gosh. And tacos.
4: Yeah, when I was in Scotland, people kept asking me, you know, well, if you're from Texas, why oh. are you so pale? Because I never go outside. It's too to get hot.
0: <laughs> I do think that is a, a it's a misconception. Texas people are, as a whole now, very pale because everyone stays inside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Except for the fact that it's like 70 during the winter, man. It's fucking awesome. Uh, yeah. yeah well, not, not
4: yesterday. Yesterday it was 25. Years. Yeah, but it's the I first day here. that's
1: happened. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, back to, <sighs> the, back to this. Do we, do we need to I was gonna talk, say, we're just gonna talk about the weather? Yeah. I, uh, I, we did. <laughs> that just happened. That just
0: happened on a podcast. It's a really bad fucking sign. This is an evergreen episode, so please don't tell people what what the weather is like right now.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. Okay, real quick, we're going to hear a word from our sponsors. For you, the listeners of the Movie Gang Podcast, FreshBooks is offering a 30-day free trial to give you the opportunity to try out their service. FreshBooks is is an online cloud-based accounting software that, uh, without it, the Movie Gang Podcast would simply not exist. Not because they sponsor our ads, but specifically because it essentially is the tool that we use to keep all our line in order. The Tuscan Shed Media Network now currently has the Movie Gang podcast, Save Point Gamecast, uh, Feast for Bros, Animania, and, of course, Geek Space Nine. And with all those podcasts and all those feeds and all those feed costs and all the other costs that are associated with each individual podcast, it's really hard to uh, separate it out and get it all in line. But that's exactly what FreshBooks cloud account-based software can do. And with our teams separated across the globe in Texas and California, it allows us to uh, coordinate and allows us to keep all our books straight and to get everything done on time and there's no product out there quite like it that can uh, help your team get what you need to get what you need done to try fresh books free for 30 days just go to www.gofreshbooks.com and insert the movie gang podcast in the how did you hear about us section or get a 30-day free trial at www.gofreshbooks.com backslash gang give it a try let's go ahead and move on to scores guys and go ahead and wrap this up a bit early so, uh, we're just going to move on first. Ben, what do you give La La Land?
2: Uh, I'm going to give it an 8.5. Oof. Um, wow. I quite enjoyed this movie quite a bit, but uh, I agree that it's not perfect, and it does sort of uh, slip between your fingers a little bit the further you get away from it. But uh, I think uh, what makes me very impressed with it is is Damien Chazelle. I think he's one of our great new directors after this, right. in Whiplash. Um he really did a very interesting job, of sort of reconstructing the musical in a very interesting way. Uh, I do agree the musical numbers are a bit lacking, and the dancing and, music and song, sing, ah, the dancing and singing are not on point 100 percent. But I think the overall themes are great, and uh, it's one of my more favorite movies of the year. But maybe not in my top ten, bottom. But yeah. I still liked it quite a bit. So yeah, eight point
0: five. So- Sorry, Whiplash. Just as a side note, I think Whiplash is a far superior movie.
2: Oh, Whiplash is amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I, and, and and that's something that I like. I'm I'm very sad we never we never did Whiplash. We might have to
2: talk about Whiplash
0: at some <laughs> eventually. Yeah, yeah. Let's put it on the yeah, list. Yeah,
6: fuck the list. <laughs> Trevor, you're up next. Okay. Um. Well, uh, I think it's a solid movie. Like maybe a objectively would be a solid seven, but I enjoyed it enough to rate it as an eight. crap. Um, okay. Admitting my bias as I usually like to do. We didn't really talk about what the protagonist dreamed of doing and I thought it was particularly appealing to me that you know one of them wanted to be an actor obviously the other one was into jazz and they're both kind of obsessed with these older art forms that don't really have a place in the world as much as they used to and I felt like uh, for me with with that it was um, I was kind of about nostalgia and a movie about nostalgia and Hollywood for me just touched off the beat of how much nostalgia is what we value in movies right now. And how that's kind of a problem. And I, I don't know. I thought the movie had an interesting kind of take on that. And maybe that's why I really yeah. like. it. I actually, I'm
0: sorry, Trevor. We didn't really talk at all about, I didn't really even think about you being an actor and, and kind of thinking about, I think that's my thing is like, I can, like, I... no, nah, it's cool. I guess, like for me, a little bit, I'm very cynical, and like, um, Hollywood talking about people Holly- We have it had a lot sort of, of movies recently yeah. win awards
6: for being about Hollywood, and I do think you're right. It is kind of possibly in that strain, but for me, it did kind of. Mm, if it does a good know, job, maybe... that's
0: important, though, because like my cynical brain went into this and it kind of clicked off that a little bit mm-hmm. initially. I don't because think of it that. necessarily
6: romanticized nostalgia, though, because because of the ending and because of how. Like, you know, a cell phone ring is always ruining the moment of a kiss and and that kind of thing. For me, it was very much pulling and tugging between the present and the past and how those old art forms are. You know, I mean, as dramatic as it is when Ryan Gosling is like, and it's dying. It's like jazz isn't. I don't want to be cynical enough to think that jazz is dying or theater <laughs> isn't necessarily Ooh, dying. It's just they're both... Trevor,
0: it is a little bit... Well, jazz okay, is you,
6: dying,
2: dude.
0: That's y- yeah, not y- even a...
4: You are talking about from the actor perspective, and that's great. I'm talking from the pianist perspective. I can yeah. tell you jazz is... It, I want it to be doing well. Uh, let, let me wait till I get Yeah, this okay, go ahead.
6: <laughs> I was just going to finish. Right, and Sean, so, you're up well, next. All right, yeah, okay. Oh, no no, 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 Trevor,
0: go. What's up? I, I forgot my...
6: I guess I was just going to say that... Um, yeah, with the theater in particular, I mean, it's not just that theater is, is dying necessarily, it's just that it's much less visible. And part of that is because of Hollywood and the rise of movies and, and streaming and screens. It's just not a, a pota- it's not a portable art form, and that's sort of the reason it's been lost. And both jazz and theater are things that depend on people to be in the same room, having the same experience at the same time. And yeah. yeah, That's I guess part of what well, I'm about that. Nostalgia. I think
0: the di- I think we have to judge it here because the issue now is that Hollywood feels that it's a dying art form, right? Like mm-hmm. it's clear it's clear to us that well, like there's, there's like, clearly
2: the whole like Rialto closing, which is a yeah, or like and, AMC like, that old stuff.
0: AMC feels that it has to put up a thank you for going to the movie sign right. when you do it, like that. That is depressing right. as fuck to yeah, me. Like Allegro- it's always
2: like oh this this movie. Paid for fifteen thousand jobs,
0: you know. Yeah, just uh-huh. like, damn, guys, why did I don't I don't need to know that? Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> if you're doing that, it's not a good sign. Uh, but I think I do think that the issue for for me here between in, between your points and this is that I do think that like you're right. There is an el- element of like dying art forms and like dying artists and loving the art even though it's not good. And I think that's the other thing is like Hollywood has never. Ooh, uh, sorry about this, Ben, but like Hollywood is never a good, it's never a good advice to necessarily go out to Hollywood. It's hard. And I think that, you know, you can talk to anyone out there. And I think Ben will probably tell you this as well. It's very, very hard out there. But the idea is that you pursue your dream no matter what. Mm
5: -hmm. Yes.
2: yes. Uh, No one ever said it was the smartest decision. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't know. kind
0: like, of want to tiptoe around that, but I don't. I don't think yeah, you'll disagree why, with agree. me. I agree. Yeah, I know. I know. It I is. Could and it is what it is.
2: Videos for the rest of my life, but I didn't want to. Yeah. So it's, ouch, to do, ouch! 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 <laughs> I deserve it though. It's oh, no, fine. no, I'm not saying you. I'm not saying you. Also, I, I envy your job, but I'm like, damn, that dude must like you. <laughs> and like has, knows when his paycheck is. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Yeah. that is fair. I do know. I do know when I will get paid. (laughs) It It is is nice. (laughs) (laughs) You're not
2: uh, on New Year's Eve making like uh, fucking videos for drag queens. Oh, (laughs) oh,
1: stupid!
0: I love you. I'm sorry. (laughs) I think I think that is the difference. It is. It's a solid paycheck versus like following your dreams. So sometimes it's like I have a difficult discussion with Andrew, and it's yeah, we have we have different takes on it, but it's interesting.
2: Andrew's a dreamer. That's why he liked a lot of lint. Yeah, I'm
0: sure. I bet. I bet Andrew. I, I'm kind of glad he's not on the, for this one because I bet he just came all over this. <laughs> it sounded like a little bit. I, I mean, like, I'm <laughs> just like like there was a sticky seat in a theater somewhere from where Andrew was. <laughs> like I'm just saying.
1: But I don't think you have to be like an artist though to like uh to like kind of relate. That's to this fair. movie, though. That's fair. Um, I don't
0: think you have to I be an artist. I think that I think that they're very good about broadening, I, uh, I, like broadening the perspective enough to that where anyone with a dream can understand which is everyone everyone's had a dream so
1: yeah and i so should i can i go ahead and yep, rate it's you, this? Sean. all right yeah, you. so speaking to that um i think that like, kind of ties into why i really like this movie and uh and i'm kind of biased here so i'll say that up front but i do relate to it because i've you know for me personally i've wanted to be a lawyer since high school and kind of pursuing that path there have been i guess many relationships that have gone on the ash. Pile of history in in, uh, I guess my legal career I guess has, has killed <laughs> many of them. <laughs> so I, oh, it's it's I, I mean I understand that and if you again if you want to do something that you really feel strongly about and you want to do like it, it's the priority right so it, I thought they 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 nailed that message and it, it kind of hit me pretty hard at least personally um, so with that said and I thought they. Did a really good job of kind of communicating that message and telling a good story at the same time. So for th- for those reasons, I'm uh, I'm gonna give this a nine and a half.
0: Oh, that's good. All right. Wow. Damn, I did not see that coming. Um. Okay. Next up, we have uh, Bobby.
3: I love- wait nine and a
0: half. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, yeah. dude. Okay. Damn. Okay. Cool. Damn, John. Damn, I did not. I did not get a nine and a half vibe. I don't know. I feel like I when understand. I have a have a nine at nine or a nine and a half, like I'm screaming through the whole cast. You just don't understand it or me. Like I don't know. Like you when y'all have a nine in your pocket, you're like so calm and collected about it. Like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, like
4: yeah, I guess this is a nine and a half. I mean, I try to be
1: pretty reasonable about all of my conclusions. So no, I, I agree. I just, I
4: just,
0: I like if if I'm gonna like, and this is gonna be funny too because. We're gonna have Andrew on for Blade Runner, and I have, I have, I have a sneaking suspicion oh that him and me are gonna have like a come to Jesus moment in our whole relationship over. Like the new Blade Runner.
4: Yeah, (laughs) I almost don't want anyone else to be on that cast. I just want it to be you and Andrew.
1: Ben would die. He
4: he
0: needs to be there too. Ben loves
4: Blade Runner too. Okay, well then the three of you. And and honestly,
1: like I think I think a lot of our discussion really like focused on the musical elements of this movie, which I really think are secondary to like why it's a good movie. I agree. I agree. Like I've
0: said it. My whole point here is I think that everyone's fallen over themselves because it's a musical. I think it is an amazing central core drama that's going. On in the background, I don't think it is the best drama that I've seen, though I will say that. Mm-hmm. Agreed, Bobby, you're up.
3: I loved this movie, like I really did. I I loved the cinematography of it. I thought it was beautiful the way they tracked the action. I loved the colors. There was so much color throughout the entire movie, and it made it so bright and vibrant. It reminded me a lot of the 1950s musicals that I really love. The music was simple and clean. The acting was good. The singing was fine. It didn't insult me as a lover of musicals, <laughs> which some have. So it didn't do that to me, and that was good. Um, I, I loved how it didn't wrap up in a neat little bow at the end, and I loved how much it hurt, because it did. This movie hurt me when I saw it, and I, I really agree with Sean. It was like, as long as you're one of those people who has some sort of dream that you're trying to follow, it resonates with you really heavily because you're going to have to give up things. Oh. And I loved how they portrayed that. And I just thought it was a, a beautiful movie. And for that, I'm gonna rate it higher than I have anything else ever. So I'm gonna Ooh. give it a nine.
0: Mm, awesome. Wow. Oh my God. I've I, never given a nine. Oh my God. Have I given a nine? Yeah, yeah I have. You have. So I think it was Andre. Oh my god. <laughs> I still stand by that I, I, know guys, I know you guys I know you guys I know you guys are going to shit all over that eventually but uh, I really do love my dinner with Andre that's great I love that movie I know I know you do but I agree I, I understand like people are like Jack's perspective doesn't matter because he likes this fucking terrible Nuvon fucking Jack. You know, I'll <laughs> never Andre and it Gene
2: Siskel said it was the best movie that year you're fine you're I, I know I know I'm, I'm not
0: I'm not alone but I'm pretty sure people will be like Jack doesn't understand why but that's whatever Sarah, your turn
4: (coughs) Okay Um, As a music person As I was watching this film I I had really conflicting feelings About it because I really loved The message it was presenting I really loved Justin Hurwitz's Score for the film as well And and it made me want to see His other works, i.e. Whiplash Which I actually haven't seen But I know he did the music for it So now I really want to see it um, wasn't really impressed with Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone si- singing. That being said, that didn't affect the storytelling or the cinematography of the film at all, which were both very impressive. Um, I, um, I don't know. The, the, the more time I spend away from this film, the more I really like it. And, you know, I, I keep talking about how much I didn't like the singing, but I listened to the soundtrack for like a week after seeing the film because I thought, Justin Hurwitz score was so great. Um, so yeah I give this film an eight. Oh okay cool.
0: Sorry I'm just I'm, I'm ready for and
4: it's one of the few films of the um, in well of the really the entire history of the podcast that I walked out of it and I wanted to see it again. Yeah me
3: too. yeah that
1: absolutely. doesn't happen
4: very often.
1: I love how befuddled Japanese by all are. I'm not at the time because I was
2: emotionally devastated, but I do now. Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. After talking I, about I, it, I will say my my score. Came has come down like a rock since I first saw it, and not, it's not that bad. Don't everyone started once, but like I do think like it was probably up there in like eight point five nine territory for me when I first saw it, and then I kind of came back. I, it took some time. I came back from it, and then I started thinking about it. And I started reading about it, and maybe maybe that's wrong. Maybe you should go with your first instinct for a movie score, but I like to think that it is more about like, what do you think taking about of it and what comes about it? And I think that's the issue is that you, you leave that movie and you leave it with that ending, which is powerful, but I don't necessarily think that in all elements, that movie, it earns that ending and sets it up as much as it could have. I think there's a little bit of fluffy element, but that said, I had a great time with it. It pulls it together so nicely. And for me, it's a 7.5.
4: I also, I forgot to add to mine. That um, I'm a pianist and my initials are S E B, so <laughs> I'm going to open a jazz bar called Seb's and it's going to be great. <laughs> I've decided.
0: It's good. I'm 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 down for this future. Can I get free cocktails on Fridays there?
4: Yes, you can. Cool. All right. <laughs> all of all of all of. Okay. Well, the don't the bankrupt the place. Sarah, you'll all go of broke. Will, we will. You will go broke. That's
2: true.
4: <laughs> You, you may each have two free cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> and from God, then on, you such a stickler, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I need to make some money. Nobody else is gonna just come except you guys. gonna come a bunch guys. of drunk
2: Serenity people and be like,
5: you're ruining me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
0: walk you in no else like, will be maybe there, you should play, you should play you. pop jazz, Sarah. That's what you need. No, oh my God. <laughs> oh, God.
4: Play right. the Mario okay. theme. Okay. Do we have time to talk about why the hell John Legend was in this movie? <laughs> that was a little
0: because bit.
2: Because they wanted to have someone believable as like a person who like people consider somewhat classy but for like a jazz snob would consider to be a hack you know
4: I mean I, I really don't have a problem With John Legend I just I wish th- I don't, don't know Just I wish they didn't have Like a real pop star in that role Yeah That's
0: especially right. when they're kind of Shitting on pop jazz <laughs> Like a little bit Yeah like, like they do They go the whole time And then they put in a pure pop player And they're like Yeah he's jazzy And I'm like no he's black You just you just missed that <laughs> Like not every black person plays jazz Like,
4: <laughs> And also when I like Try to listen to the soundtrack on Spotify I have to skip through John Legend entire discography to get to the next La La Land oh. song, and it annoys me.
1: <laughs> that is bad. Well, I think he's supposed to be a hack, though, right? Like, you know, in an yeah. ironic sense, that's why Ryan Gosling ah. doesn't end up, like, staying with the band.
0: Yeah, I don't know, but they, he, he still has, like, I don't know, like, unconventional wisdom character for... Uh, uh, I don't see him. No- I guess he is a hat. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> He's I don't a I know,
4: For for me, it had a similar effect to um in uh oh, what was it in Fantastic Beast when Johnny Depp all of a sudden was um, Grindelwald at the end? Like the fact that it was like, a celebrity that everyone recognized took me out of the film. Fair. I will say
2: it's weird that there's, like, a scene where Emma Stone is like, oh, my God, you're famous, and it's not a famous person, but then John Legend is supposed to be a fake famous person. Right? Yeah. So <laughs> Exactly. You know, that's fair, where it should have been, like, Jennifer Lawrence, and she'd be like, ah, you, you know, or someone super famous. <laughs> yeah. you know, get,
0: I, like, cool. I feel like it should be, e- this movie with the amount of star power that it has should be able to get some cameos really freaking easy.
2: Yeah. All right. But, uh, and, uh, celebrity people love shooting themselves. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hollywood thing.
0: <laughs> All right, so that brings the cast out to seven point five, eight point five, eight, nine point five, eight, nine, eight. Let me do this real fast. That's that's about that's fifty point five divided by six is eight point four one six 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 seven or eight point five. So, the Movie Gang Podcast gives La La Land an 8.5 out of 10. Damn.
3: That was a lot of math for a communication major. That was
1: impressive.
0: (laughs) Right? Yeah, that wasn't bad. That wasn't half bad, actually. I'm proud. I no, heard. I know. <laughs> Especially since my score changed
2: like right at the end. <laughs> I hate my dad because he's a scientist, and whenever I ask, like, "Oh, how long ago? Wait, is that?" He's like, "Uh, four weeks." I'm like, what? <laughs> 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 how
5: dare you?
0: For the movie gang, movie gang, movie no, gang podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> movie gang podcast. This has been Ben Haworth.
3: Hi everyone. Have a good Oscars,
5: before
0: or after. Bobby Pike.
3: Enjoy yourselves, people.
0: Sarah Becker.
3: Thanks for listening.
0: Sean Solis. Thanks for listening. home Everyone had a happy holiday. And Trevor Flynn. Good night, everybody. I've been your host, Jack Newman. Thanks for listening in. If you want to know more, head on over to TuskenShed.com where you can see more details about us. You can head over there to support us. We'd really appreciate that. You can also check out all our other lovely podcasts, including A Feast for Bros, Save Point Gamecast, uh, Geek Space Nine, and of course, Animania. Go check those out, and uh, thanks for listening.